This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The founder of this company, 10 years ago, was trying to sell his house and went through real estate agent after real estate agent, and they were all talking a great game. And this guy who is selling his house, the founder of this, uh, this company, he's, you know, he's kind of an important guy and kind of, you know, should get the best treatment. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company, and it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is, their word is their bond. And they are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. We have a thousand agents across the country and they are people that listen to this show. And so when you go through real estate agents, I trust it's sent to somebody who already, you already know their sensibilities. They already are cut from exactly the same cloth. There's gotta be a better way. There is real estate agents. I trust.com. Jay Severin. Rule 40B. I know, I know, but don't worry. I I don't need to say those words anymore. The point is, and I said this at the end of the last hour, hope you were here. It can be said very simply, in fact, so simply that it comes naturally to me. No, so simply that it's, it's deceptive because you're going to say, as a smart person, you're going to say to yourself, well, no, it, it can't be that simple. I mean, it's, it's, it can't be. There can't be all this fuss and analysis and all this stuff going on if, if what Jay says is true. Believe me. And you have good reason to believe me, as you know. It's true. Here it is. The rules for the upcoming Republican convention... There are none. The rules of every convention just haven't been paid attention to the way they are this year. It's the natural evolution of cable television and the news cycle and the nature of the candidates, the race, the stakes, attitudes, culture, civic circus, maximus, and everything. It's a combination of everything. No one ever cared what the rules committee did before. Now, if they allow media to cover the rules committee meetings, I doubt they will. But if they did, it'll have higher ratings than the Super Bowl. Because in 10 days or so, the Republican National Committee will meet almost certainly behind closed doors. I don't even think there's a question about that. But if I'm I'm wrong, good. Good. It'll be great for us, but uh, almost certainly behind closed doors. And the purpose of their meeting will be to set and adopt the rules for this coming convention because no rules have ever existed for any convention that exists beyond the termination of that convention. So right now, the only the only correct answer to the question, okay, even if A, B, C, D through Z happen, we at least know blank is something we can rely on. And everybody who has access to a microphone of any kind or a, a platform of any kind, public platform, is saying uh, fill in the blank, and the blank is the first ballot rule. 
Other than that, we don't know what's going to happen, but we do know that all of the delegates that these guys win have to vote for them on the first ballot. Who who says whom? Moses? Show me the stone tablet. There is no stone tablet. There will be one, but you're not going to write it, and neither am I. In fact, if anything, it's going to be written in, at best, ignoring the views of voters. At worst, in contravention of the views of voters. But there are no rules. There is no first ballot rule. There is no rule. No rules exist for this convention. Now, what they will probably do is move that all of the rules of the last convention, I hereby move some senior member will be given the uh, deference and opportunity to stand and say, I move the rules of the 2012 convention as written and practiced in 2012 are adopted for this convention with the following exceptions. And that's where it all falls apart. Because they're not going to, the Guru Jay say, most emphatically, holy cow chip. They're not going to adopt all of the rules of the last time automatically. There are going to be some changes. Here's the first change there's likely to be. I'm Again, I'm not going to say it. I've already said it. You know which thing. It's now thing, 40B. <laughs> you know which thing to which I refer. Okay. A senior member of the uh, of the RNC Rules Committee claimed today on live television that the rules are going to be slightly tweaked, but no major changes. Hmm. Okay. And and you can't quote him. Slightly tweaked, but not no no major changes. Uh, Nota bene. Have you noticed that Trump has very effectively cast the notion that any rule change, any rule change, is going to be done exclusively to hurt him and deny him the nomination? He believes he's already earned. Now, the question is, what effect on his supporters, what effect on you, on me, what effect on his supporters and others will this have if he doesn't, pardon me, win the nomination? Is he trying to pre-ruin all of the voters for anybody else? I mean, it's worth considering. But on to what we were discussing. Assuming that delegates, what I'm trying to say is, let me get right to the point here. Rule 40B. I'm sorry I said I wouldn't say it again, but I said it again. That thing states the following. 
in order to be eligible to be the nominee of the party, a candidate must have won at least eight separate states during the primaries. That's it. Now, that rule doesn't exist anymore because no rule exists anymore, as we now know. But they are going to address that rule, uh, former rule, and they're either going to adopt it, change it, junk it, whatever. But the word is, the scuttlebutt is, they're going to alter it. Now, why would they want to do that? I mean, if you're, I mean this, I know it sounds like a trick question, but really, assuming that you're a member of the Republican National Committee and your job is to elect a Republican, to produce a candidate as soon as possible who can win, right? Is that not your job if you're at the RNC? Produce a candidate as quickly as possible with as little bloodletting as possible so that you can unify and that that he or she can win, right? Okay. Uh, Assuming that all of this makes sense, then think about this. Why? Why would they alter that rule? You must win in at least eight states. Now, I'm not saying it's a great rule. I'm not passing any editorial comment on the worthwhileness of Rule 40B. You must win in at least eight separate states in order to be a nominee, no matter what the delegates say, no matter what anybody says. You have to win at least eight primaries outright or you're not eligible. Now, whether it's good or bad, that's what it was. Is that what it's going to be again? Why why would they change this? Their two front runners have shown... And that's why they created the rule in the first place, right? They want they don't want a flash in the pan. They want someone who has the proven ability to appeal to a fairly uh, vibrant, diverse cross section of voters in various, you know, demo geographic parts of the country. So they don't want this rule was designed to stop Ron Paul, by the way. Not RuPaul, but his father, Ron Paul. They don't want a flash in the pan. You know who the flash in the pan of today is? Johnny One Note, One State Wonder Boy, post, Postal Worker, uh, nothing wrong with that, Kasich. Okay? They don't want a flash in the pan. They don't want one guy that wins, win, wins one primary and all of a sudden is the star for a day, queen for a day, wins the washing machine. No, they don't want that. So a lot of people would argue it ain't a bad rule. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to say. I don't know. But if they change it, if they change it, and they're going to, why? What we need to ask ourselves is if they change that rule, when their two front runners are the only two people who will have complied with that qualification by the time of the convention, Only Trump and Cruz will have won in eight different states by the time the convention occurs. Why? I mean it literally. Please, please tell me why. Why would they change that rule? The founder of this company 
10 years ago was trying to sell his house and went through real estate agent after real estate agent, and they were all talking a great game. And this guy who is selling his house, the founder of this, uh, this company, he's, you know, he's kind of an important guy and kind of, you know, should get the best treatment. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company, and it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is, their word is their bond. And they are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. We have a thousand agents across the country and they are people that listen to the show. And so when you go through real estate agents, I trust it's sent to somebody who already, you already know their sensibilities. They already are cut from exactly the same cloth. There's got to be a better way. There is real estate agents. I trust.com.